All right, you're listening to The Kelly Cutrera Show. I want to thank you for being here. We've got to talk about what's going on in the city. It seems like everybody is at a pinch point where we are all ready to snap. And there are some people, I've heard many, many people talking about the fact that this is due to the pandemic and uh, people were locked down over, you know, a two-year period. And what do you think was going to happen? We've all uh, grappled with our... Um, our packs being broken up, whether it be, you know, your your pack at work, because, you know, humans are pretty much pack animals. We're like dogs. And I don't mean to, you know, minimize who we are, but we really do thrive when we are together. And uh, loneliness is a real problem with mental health. I was reading that uh, the Durham region is going to um, outlaw and ban all kinds of tobogganing. And I, I thought to myself, really, you're going to stop kids from going down a hill? We've already got some serious mental health issues. You don't think we should be uh, throwing kids out into the open air and get them running around, that that would help their their mental health? This seems like a very short-sighted way to handle things. Uh, Mayor Tory is calling for a national summit on mental health after recent violence on Toronto streets. Here's Mayor Tory on Toronto Today with Greg Brady saying that a lot of our problems are because of mental health. If you look at the different incidents that people refer to, uh, somebody being shoved off a, a subway platform, a woman, an older woman like this being pushed down uh, at, at the, the intersection of King and Young, eight girls in, in, alleged to swarm uh, a man. I mean, you just go down the list. I, mean, even, I would even extend to that uh, uh, teenagers with a BB gun shooting at a, a bus operator that's waiting in a bus uh, you know, shelter to take over their job. Uh, these are not things that happen in the ordinary circumstance. They end up being criminal behavior. But if you think about it, uh, you know, they have their roots, I think, somewhere else. And that's why I think we've got to take a much broader look at all of this. And I do think that given that it's sort of happening now at this particular time when the pandemic is coming to an end after two years of sort of confinement and, you know, that, uh, that we, we have to look at this in the broader sense. And the broader sense, he is uh, thinking we have to look at a possible national summit where we invite not only the premier to sit down, but um, we ask that all mayors from major cities in Toronto uh, have a chat about what to do about um, supports needed to address uh, the crisis on Toronto streets. Um, this is a, a bit of a, an issue. And here to talk about it, we are joined by uh, Kwam McKenzie, a psychiatrist and director of health equity at CAMH. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Kelly, lovely to be here. Thanks very much for having me. I really appreciate your time. Look, there's no easy answer, but uh, are we at a pinch point, do you think, um, where everyone seems ready to snap? And if so, why? I think that we are at a pinch point. Uh, I think that... Um, from uh, austerity through to the pandemic, through to cost of living crisis, uh, through to um, other things that are happening in the world with climate change and other things. Uh, a lot of people are looking forward uh, and feeling stressed. And uh, I think that stress is playing out in uh, lots of different ways. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're seeing it every day. Um, but it's important to note that uh, when people feel stressed and when people uh, develop mental health problems, they're much, much more likely uh, to hurt themselves and be a danger to themselves and being a danger to anybody else. John Tory is calling for a national summit on mental health, and he's arguing that inadequate government supports to address the issue are fueling this crisis. 
in uh, Toronto. He's saying he wants the mayors from all across the country, premiers, ministers, and the prime minister to sit down at this summit and talk it out. Um, who do you think is necessary uh, when it comes to uh, being present if we want to really affect change? So I think that one of the things that uh, people always do, they, they see a, a problem and uh, clinicians like myself did all the time. We say, hey, we just need uh, more services. Um, but we're talking about a 50% increase in the number of people in Ontario who want psychological services. That's a huge number. And we've got to start asking ourselves why. And we've got to ask ourselves, what can we do to decrease the number of people who are stressed and decrease the number of people who need services? Because uh, it's not clear we're going to get that level of increase in services to meet demand. So I'd start thinking, well, if mental health is everybody's business, um, yes, I'd like the feds there, and yes, I'd like the province there, and yes, I'd like the city there, but I also want business there and the employ employers. I'd also want to be talking to schools. I'd also want community, and I'd also want people with lived experience of mental health problems uh, who know a bit about what's a you know what good supports are. I'd want them too there as well as other parts of government that affect our lives. I think it's a much bigger issue than just um, more services. I think that we do need to uh, um, spend more and have more services, but I don't think that's going to be the full solution. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say what you just said, Kwam. You're looking at what, what I'm hearing is you, you want a broader approach. You want us to tackle the stressors. Ha minimize the stressors before they actually can get to people's mental health and affect it. And I think that's one of the things that we learned from the pandemic. I think people were really stressed out by lockdowns. People were stressed out by not going to school. People were stressed out by trying to juggle caring for loved ones while uh, trying to uh, do their job from home uh, and that led to mental health problems in a number of people and people started making those links saying hey well just a second um, if I had a, a different um, workplace would that make things easier if my uh, uh, elderly parent had better long-term care would that make me feel less stressed if the, my kid was supported at school better would that make a difference to my mental health? So I think people are starting uh, to make the links. And actually, a lot of employers are a long way ahead of us. They have been thinking about what a psychologically safe workplace looks like. And a bunch of them, I saw a note um, a survey which had been done in Toronto, 50% of employers said they wanted to do more for uh, employee mental health. And this was partly because they could see what was happening in their workplace, but also because they know a mentally healthy workplace is a more productive workplace. How important is altruism? Oh, I think altruism is quite important. I think when we're thinking about mental health resilience, if, if I were to say to you, Kelly, I, I want you to do five things to make you uh, more uh, psychologically resilient, though I'm not sure you necessarily need it, um, I would say, well, uh, exercise. I would say uh, keep contact with, you know, keeping connected to family and friends. I would say 
learn some new things. Uh, I would say learn how to be grateful for everyday things. But the last thing I'd say is give back. It's surprising that actually altruism and giving back and uh, helping community uh, helps your mental health resilience. And it's one of the big five things you need to do to build a psychological resilience. Listen, Kwam, I am so happy we reached you to talk about this. And I, uh, I think what you're saying makes a heck of a lot of sense. If we start here with ourselves, then we actually might minimize stress, uh, you know, throughout the communities that we live in. And it's the first time I've heard somebody say something other than throw money at the problem, throw money at the problem, just add more mental health supports. Of course, we need those things. We need access to professionals like yourself, but we also need to start at home. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, and I know we are at a bit of uh, a time crunch, so thank you so much for sparing yours. Lovely to speak with you. Thank you very much, Kelly. Have a great day. Dr. Kwame McKenzie, psychiatrist and director of health equity at CAMH.